everybody and welcome to the cozy rainbow podcast my name is tammy but my students know me as miss tammy my name is joe and i'll freeze if it's under 60 degrees fahrenheit 16 degrees celsius nice conversion joe on today's episode of cozy rainbow podcast we are talking about the flavors of fall la 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 i wanted to make this into a family feud episode in a way but i couldn't really think of a way how to do that so maybe eventually i will but anyway um without further ado let's get into these trivia questions number one which tree does not produce fruit in the fall is it a an apple tree b a pear tree or c a peach tree hmm hmm well uh (laughs) Joe's not a farmer. In a in a globalized world where uh, fruits are served all where fruits can grow and be served all over the world all year, I gotta say I'm not sure what the seasons are anymore. <laughs> uh, so so I'll pick one at random and say uh, peaches. Okay, I feel like that wasn't as random as you think. But I, well, okay. To be fair, right? Apples and pears are like real. They're hard. They're strong and yet well, yeah, they're just tough and like a peach you like press your thumb into it and you just right in right in. So like it's not it doesn't seem like a very hardy sort of fruit to me that would like survive the colder fall temperatures. Yeah. Okay. That's actually I mean, uh I'm not going to give away the answers. But I'm but, not terribly confident. But yeah. I like your reasoning there, buddy. All right, number 2. Oh, I really like this one. Okay, ready? Number two, what is all spice made of? A, a blend of cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and ginger. B, an industry secret. C, pimenta dioca. Dioca? Spell it. D-I-O-C-A, dioca. Yeah, I couldn't guess. Or D, Saigon cinnamon. Well, I gotta say, the name allspice makes me think that it has all the relevant spices, mm-hmm. which makes me think, A. Mm-hmm. So I, so I'll roll with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. That's what I think about allspice too, Joe. Number three, true or false? A traditional pumpkin spice contains pumpkin. Oh, traditionally? A traditional pumpkin spice. How tra- how traditional are we talking? Like, like just the founding of Starbucks? No. Well, do or like. You know, Columbus setting foot in America, declaring that all pumpkin spice has pumpkin. You know, all the okay, first at the first all, Thanksgiving. You know first of all, I would like to say that we should decolonize our brains, and let's not even mention Christopher Columbus on this podcast because it's not like he really did anything. Then I mean, at the first Thanksgiving, they codified pumpkin spice ought to be pumpkin, pumpkin. And then he wrote it in the Constitution. Is it a... <laughs> no. Is that, is that an just old... Just answer the question, Joe. Is True it an or false? native secret or like something something from the colonies or like... Or like only Joe is going to bring or, up Christopher Columbus. I don't even know, We're just man. trying to talk about it's, pumpkin spice. Is it European? Is it is it like... <laughs> where is it? I, I can't even... I don't know. So, uh, True. True. A traditional pumpkin spice contains pumpkin. All right, we're going to get into the real answers to these trivia questions and even more right after this quick break.
Okay, the first fall flavor we're going to be talking about today is apples. I, I'm going to be honest, right? In a, in a world, in a globalized world where fruits are served all season, I do not think of apple as a very fall sort of flavor. Well, what? Like apple pie? Okay, actually, nah, nah. before I even get into this, Joe, why don't you just tell me what do you think of when you think of a, a fall flavor? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Okay, that's on the list today. What else? Uh, cranberry. Cranberry. Oh, dang it. I didn't put that one on here. Uh, but you're right. I think it is. I should have. Turkey. Tur- no, what? No. No turkey. <laughs> these are all... Um, well, like celery? These are all vegan. Celery? What? <laughs> I don't know. They put that in like stuffing, right? That's okay. in there. I, if, I, I don't know what to say. All right. Well, you're just... You're, I don't think you're the person to ask for this. Okay, so starting with apples, which, by the way, dude, they are a fall fruit. The science of growing apples is called palmology. Apples. Ah, palm is French for apple. Yeah, yes. <laughs> apples can come in red, yellow, green, orange, or anywhere in between. Wow, that's <laughs> very specific. Well, I mean, don't you? did you learn about the colors of apples when you were a kid? I did. It was like... That's like first grade. It's, yes. It's red, Joe, yellow, this, and green. This it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I never heard of any orange apples. Well, if it's between red and yellow, then it's orange. Well, I I mean. All right, fine. Scratch well, orange like from the list. Honey, like honey crisp is like. A good delicious form of apple. It's fantastic. And also it's like, you know, it's patchy. It's patchy between red and yellow. Yeah, they're never just uh There's no like they're never the same. strict so, yeah. orange. You don't All right, I'm with you. That's why I said no pumpkin That's why I apple. said anywhere in between, Joe. People know what color apples are. Go look at them if you don't. Okay? So, to produce one apple, it takes the energy of 50 leaves. How beautiful. All those leaves working together. Apples ripen much faster at room temperature than in the fridge. So, if you want to preserve your apple, be sure to place it in the fridge. One in every four apples grown in America are exported for sale to a different country. So that means we grow a lot of apples here in America. Apples account for 50% of the world's deciduous fruit tree production. Do you know what a deciduous tree is, Joe? Uh, those are the trees that do decently in like slightly colder sort of temperatures oh they lose right? all their leaves once a year oh that's what I'm, i know i got it backwards oh no i was thinking i was thinking deciduous was the needle guys but no they're the, the needle guys. leafy guys the leafy guys yeah deciduous trees lose all their leaves once a year some other deciduous fruit trees are peaches and pears you have any non-deciduous fruit trees no i don't next caramel Can- okay <laughs> Oh, caramel's a good one. Yeah, I should have yeah. said that. Yeah, caramel is a good one, like a caramel apple. Both two classic flavors, wouldn't you say? It's classic fall flavors. I I mean, I caramel apples, 4th of July, that's not like unheard of. What? Yes, it is. What are you talking about? A caramel apple on the 4th of July? Right. Nobody's ever heard of that. We live in the desert. It's the same weather all year here. What? No, I mean, it is, but like, no, it's not. Stop telling lies. It gets colder in the winter. Okay, so caramel is a thick, sweet liquid made from melting sugar. Caramel can be made with or without a liquid added. 
but if you add water, it's easier. So I think that's so bonkers. I've never made caramel, and if I did, I would probably definitely try to add water because can you imagine just trying to like melt sugar in a pan? Yeah. I can, and it sounds really sticky and like I don't know, like scary. Well, I, what do you expect to not have sticky caramel by adding water? No, I guess it just seems really bizarre to me that sugar would turn into a liquid once you melt it. I Everything mean, turns into a I, liquid when it melts. I know, but like it's like a powder, so it's just weird. It just doesn't seem like it would do that. Like that's like if fl- flour can flour melt. Well, sure. But it's not like it's not going to turn into like caramel, and that's that's all. So. The texture and hardness of caramel can change depending on the temperature the caramel is cooked at. So if you're making a hard caramel brittle, you'll need to be cooking your caramel at 320 degrees Fahrenheit. At the low temperature of 215 degrees Fahrenheit, you can make yourself a nice caramel syrup. The easiest way to clean a pot out after making caramel is to boil water in the pot afterwards to melt the remaining caramel. I think that's a really important tip to have because that's the reason why I've never made caramel. I'd be afraid of making my pan all gross and hard to clean. Actually, it wouldn't be gross. It'd be yummy, but still. No, I think you'd think it'd be gross. If it was burnt. I mean, yeah, I literally hate, like, sugar is so sticky. Like, that would be so annoying to clean. But like I said, you just boil water and then it's supposedly easier. Well, I mean, sugar dissolves in water. Did you know that? I did. Yeah, I did. I knew that. I knew that one. (laughs) Moving on to pumpkin. Pumpkins are a super popular fall flavor. From pumpkin spice lattes to pumpkin pie to jack-o'-lanterns, pumpkins are everywhere. We don't eat jack-o'-lanterns. Not with that kind of attitude. Uh, Pumpkins are everywhere once fall begins. (laughs) Last year on Cozy Rainbow, we talked about the largest pumpkin ever grown. It was bigger than a car. Right, so that was that one a pie or a, a, a jack-o'-lantern? That, no, that was just a pumpkin. Yeah, well, what, you can't just have a pumpkin that big and not use it for anything. I don't know what they use. You use it to win an award, sure, but then what do you do after that? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think they probably ate it. As a pie? <laughs> Perhaps. Do we or not a nice know? pumpkin risotto. What is, the, what is the fate of the world's biggest pumpkin? I don't know. That, that's a question that I should have looked into more last year. Hmm. Okay, um, this is a fun fact, Joe. In Nevada, pumpkins are grown in Mesquite, which is just outside of Las Vegas if you're not from here. So there's the real pumpkin patch. People think you can't grow things in Nevada because it's desert here, as Joe mentioned. But um, pumpkins are something that you can grow here in the desert. In the southern Nevada. Yes. Okay, next, separate from pumpkin, is pumpkin spice. So, have you ever wondered what the spice is in pumpkin spice? Well, I always assumed it was cinnamon, and they just said spice to be all uh, classy or something. You know what? To be honest with you, Joe, me too. I thought it was like pumpkin and cinnamon. That literally would have been my guess. But it's actually... It's actually table pepper. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, A traditional pumpkin spice is a blend of cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, and ginger. Despite the name, pumpkin spice traditionally does not have pumpkin in it. 
The spice blend is more like a spice to be used with pumpkin, but does not include pumpkin itself. Therefore, I think it should be named Spice for Pumpkin instead of Pumpkin Spice. I mean, well, uh, pff, adjective noun, it's Pumpkin Spice. What? So you're disagreeing with me? Yes. <laughs> okay. I think you're just disagreeing with me to disagree with me. It's, well, it, As has it, happened many times no, no, before. No, 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 no. It, it makes one of those sense. little brother twerp energy things. No, 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 no. It <laughs> makes sense. It's oh, now it makes spice. sense. If it made so much sense, why did you get the trivia question wrong? The trivia question was not, is there, no, wait, the, look, it's not, <laughs> Just, despite being wrong now, right? Despite being proven wrong, it yeah, makes that's sense. Right. That's right. I proved you wrong. <laughs> and yeah, you're, uh, what a, what a great, uh, what a great big sister. I am, what a great huh? point you've, uh, proven me wrong on yeah. pumpkin. <laughs> it's, but it's pumpkin spice. So, right? so you stand corrected and you agree with the, whoever, decided not to call it spice for pumpkins it's adjective noun okay P- pumpkin adjective noun spice oh i mean frankly that's probably that y- you know what i understand but i still don't agree all right depending on the cook pumpkin spice may also include allspice which you might think is a combination of all spices but it's not <laughs> What? It's all the spices you'll ever need, baby. No, it's not a combination of spices at all. All spice is a species of um, a plant called Pimenta di, di- Dioca. We've, we've done this song and dance. Just yeah. pick one and move on. Well, I spelled it differently in this one, so oops. Anyway, but it's its own plant, and it grows little peppercorn-looking things that we can dry out and make all spice. It's all the spice you'll ever need, baby. I can't believe I can't believe that. It's Why like, would they call it all spice instead of just something else? You know, in China they call MSG the essence of taste. Really? Yeah. I mean, MSG is really good. So like, but it's like that, you know? It's just it's marketing, you know? Your stuff's the best stuff. All spice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, I think that name all spice goes back a long ways. So back to the spice trade. Will you do an episode on that? The on the spice trade? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about? What is it called? The Silk No, the Silk Road. But how spices used to not exist? Does this even you, You're getting your wires crossed here and <laughs> I'm not sure what you're talking about. Okay, if my wires are crossed. I'm not I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, but I do have a a vague idea. Uh, yeah. Okay, moving on to cinnamon. Okay. Cinnamon is a standout spice when it comes to fall cooking. Cinnamon goes perfectly with apple pie, bread, oatmeal, lattes, and ground beef. Oh my god, I want to, wait, before I forget, I I already got through pumpkin and I already got through apple, and I just want to talk about pumpkin spice lattes. Have you ever had one, Joe? No. So I actually don't like pumpkin flavor. I had a sip of a pumpkin spice latte. They're served at Starbucks. It's like a huge fall phenomenon. You know, stop looking away like you don't care, Joe. Hey, I know Joe doesn't really care about pumpkin spice lattes, but a lot of people really do. And I really don't like them. I think it's gross. I think the pump, the flavor of pumpkin is gross. And I was so happy when Starbucks started serving a different fall flavor, apple crisp macchiato. Mmm, delicious. Apple flavored coffee? Sign me up. You'll note, however, that apple crisp is not as 
snappy and marketable as pumpkin spice. Do you agree? I disagree. I dis- pumpkin spice, spice. Pumpkin spice latte. Three very easily understandable words with a lot of fall flavor to them. Apple crisp macchiato. Macchiato especially is a horribly enormous, clunky, terrible word to try and market. Well, Starbucks already done marketed macchiato. Like, everybody who goes to Starbucks knows what a macchiato is. Like, it's not like a... Do people who don't go to Starbucks know what a macchiato is? No, but you know what? People who don't go to Starbucks do know what a latte is. Well, let me tell you, a macchiato is not even a macchiato at Starbucks. I think they do it differently. Like, if you go to, like, wherever, like, Italy or something, like, a macchiato is... I've never been a barista, but I've known many a barista. And they always go off about how a Starbucks macchiato is not really a macchiato. They make it much more like sugary and delicious than what a That's crazy. Might American be. food isn't authentic. I know. What? Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Okay. I also said something. Okay, back to cinnamon. Cinnamon goes perfectly with apple pie, bread, oatmeal, lattes, and ground beef. Uh, say again. Ground beef. No. N- well, sure. Yeah. Do that's, you want to talk about that? Sure. That's a little weird, but I, I didn't catch literally the rest of that. I've said it twice already. Apple pie, bread. This is my third time. Apple pie, bread, oatmeal, lattes, and ground beef. Traditionally coming from Sri Lanka and southern India in warmer, wetter climates, cinnamon can be used in savory dishes too. One unique dish that uses ground beef seasoned with cinnamon is Lebanese hashwi from Lebanon. Do you remember? Joe and we're Lebanese. And like a quarter. Sure. But we do eat Lebanese food, and I do cook Lebanese food, and hushri is good. And Lebanese food got me put on to this whole ground beef cinnamon thing. And if you've never had cinnamon with your ground beef, you are missing out. It is really good. It adds a completely different, like, a whole new world of your ground beef. Yum. Okay. Just try some foreign food, frankly. That's true. Yeah. But Lebanese, I mean, you don't hear about like Lebanese food, you know what I mean? So if you... If you don't you, hear about a lot of kind of food. That's true. That's true. But I'm here just to promote uh, Hushmi. So check it out. Give, give it a try. Yeah, go have, some, go have some Lebanese meat pastries. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Did you know, Joe, that there are four different types of cinnamon? Well, golly gee, I mean, there's cinnamon and... Uh... <laughs> Toast? No. And crunch. <laughs> okay. Um, the four types of cinnamon are Ceylon. Oh, I don't know how to say this word. Corinthe. Spell it. K-O-R-I-N-T-J-E. Saigon and Royal. Okay. Ceylon. We're going to go through all four. So Ceylon cinnamon is considered to be true cinnamon from Sri Lanka and southern India. Ceylon cinnamon can also grow in Mexico and East Africa. So the one I can't pronounce, here we go, Karinch J cinnamon is Indonesian and is the most popular type found in America. It's like 70% of the cinnamon you'll find here in America. Then we have Saigon cinnamon, third cinnamon. It's the most sweet type and it comes from Southeast Asia. Oh, wait, just Southeast Asia? Well... Saigon is in Vietnam. In Vietnam, yes. I was just about to get to that. So Saigon cinnamon is uh, not from the city of Saigon in Vietnam. Was it from Vietnam? (sighs) No, it's... um, The name Saigon cinnamon is because it was traded in Saigon. 
that was like the trade point where everybody would go. But we don't we don't know where it came from. Well, I mean, it probably could come from Vietnam and just I I don't know Southeast Asia. I don't really know. I didn't visit all the forums myself, but hmm. just yeah, okay. And then the last kind, the rarest kind, is royal cinnamon, and it has the most potent taste. So if you're going to be paying the big bucks for your cinnamon, you're going to want to buy some royal cinnamon. Royal cinnamon challenge. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that's another. Okay, so there's something I should say about cinnamon as well. I didn't even talk about the cinnamon challenge, but uh, and I'm not going to actually. Uh, <laughs> but what I am going to talk about is a time that. So I um I used to put cinnamon on my lattes, and I used to get like um cinnamon on my lattes, and I, there was this barista that would same barista would always make me the drinks, and they would put a lot of cinnamon on top of the drink. Now one day. I feel like that barista kept putting more and more cinnamon, like is like trying to be like nice, like, oh, cute. So anyway, one day I went to go like just drink my latte and the cinnamon literally burned the back of my throat and it hurt. It hurt. So be careful. Don't eat too much cinnamon. And I actually like I had to like look it up afterwards because it wasn't like an immediate thing. It was kind of gradual. And I was like looking up, I was like, what did I eat that is like messing with me? And yeah, it can happen too if you chew too much cinnamon gum. So do you know how much cinnamon you like on your coffee now? None. I I don't typically put cinnamon in my coffee now. Well. Yeah, as a result of the story. What a a happy ending. Yeah, really happy ending. Okay, here's a surprise. Ready? Surprisingly, cinnamon trees can be kept as a houseplant, and they'll give off a wonderful fragrant smell. Cinnamon's delightful fragrant oils and foliage are one reason why candle and soap makers often turn to cinnamon in the fall. Well, it's a little difficult to call this uh, cinnamon delightful after hearing your little anecdote of... Uh... Well, you just don't eat too much of it. Don't... So, well, maybe I will say what the cinnamon challenge was, because, it, because I just said it will hurt your throat, but like, so people tried to like swallow a whole spoonful of cinnamon. Don't try and do it. You'll burn your throat. It hurts. I did it on accident, not as a cinnamon challenge. I was just trying to drink a latte. So. <clears throat> but it's pleasant and fragrant. Well, yes, I would say that it is pleasant and fragrant, but you need to be, most spices you use pretty sparingly because they're very potent. Next, we're going to talk about maple. Uh, that's, yeah, that's another good one. Oh, you, I agree. mean, you agree? Maple's a fall flavor? Not, not, not really. More or less than apple? It's, well, it's more, more than apple, but. Oh, more really. than apple. Okay. Not, whatever. <laughs> In the modern global, you know, I did the spiel. Oh, sure. Maple trees are year round. I, I, yeah, maple trees are year round. And that's why I it's say it's not an world. especially. Yes, it fall is. sort of yes, flavor. It yes, it is. But as it is a tree, and as it is a deciduous tree, and it drops okay, its leaves, fine. you know, there's just yeah. an obvious association with fall there. You're so smart, Joe. Okay, so I did a lot of research about maple trees. They're very beautiful. A maple tree must be 40 years old to be harvested for sap, and maple trees can live up to be 400 years old. And if you take care of your maple tree, then you can keep using it for sap and it'll keep making sap. Many people love maple trees because of the vibrant autumn colors. The smallest maple trees are eight feet tall. This is the Japanese maple. And that's probably, um, well, 
Yeah. And the, uh, the biggest maple tree can be up to 100 feet tall, which would be a large sugar maple. And that would be the kind if you were trying to make a lot of maple syrup. If you wanted a maple syrup company, you're going to want to get a lot of 40-year-old large sugar maples. <laughs> no comments? Uh, I mean... Okay. Okay. Yeah, What's... big trees. Big trees big, make big syrup. Big tree, big syrup. And are you wondering, Joe, how do maple trees make syrup? Well, uh, I got... A oh, little gonna... thing inside of them. Mm, they got the sap? liquid. They call it sap. And yeah, yeah. It's take your little. You take your tap. You put it in. You bunk, 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 bunk. You get your tap in. You hang a bucket there for a few weeks or something, and you wait for it to fill up really, really slowly. I don't know about that. If it takes weeks, but I'll tell you what it, I. D- it take it does. It's it's not overnight. I'll tell you that much. Well, there's like a strategy to it. Okay, so how do you make maple trees make syrup? Maple trees produce a starch that is kept in the tree's roots until springtime comes and the snow melts. Then that starch that's kept in the roots of the tree moves up the tree's trunk and it turns into a delicious sugar. Once sap, it, sap on its own isn't that good, is it? Well, no. Once the sugary sap is in the trunk, then your sugar harvesters can tap into the tree. For the best harvest, the temperature must be above freezing during the day and below freezing at night. To make one gallon of maple syrup, it takes 40 gallons of maple sap to answer your question. Because you got to boil it down. You boil it down. You boil down all the excess until you just have the sugar bits. Yes. And also about the thing where it takes weeks and weeks. I only, I wa- I only watched a couple of videos of harvesting maple sap, so I don't know. There's people for sure that know better than me. But when you get hit that like optimal time... Of the temperatures freezing during the no, uh, the temperatures above freezing during the day. Nighttime is freezing. Something happens with the pressure in the tree and like the way that it melts and whatever that makes it come out a lot faster. I think, like it pressure pushes it out. Well, uh, my experience with maple, the process of making maple syrup, comes from an episode of Curious George. And he was really impatient because it just didn't, it, it just, it wasn't even like, I couldn't even call it like a leaky faucet because it just, it, like nothing was even happening. It was painfully, terribly slow. Well, I think that the, probably the, the moral of the story in that Curious George episode is that, you know, explaining that maple syrup, I mean, it, it, it's not a quick thing. God, it takes 40 years for the tree to grow. And then you have to wait until the perfect day when it's, above below freezing during the right times and then you can stick your tap into it and no i don't think that it comes out super fast i don't know the speed at which it comes out but then you need like 40 gallons of it just to make one gallon of maple syrup so yeah the point is that yes when you say that like you just go to the store you say that like you go to the store and buy a gallon of maple syrup at a time you know Okay, fine. well, even if you just wanted a little bit, like every bottle, but, yeah, if the every bottle of maple syrup that you get, imagine 40 times that, and that's how much sap it took. Yeah, Mr. Conversion. So now I'm going to read the different types of maple trees because I think they have really nice names. We have the Norway maple, silver maple, red maple, sugar maple, shantung maple. What, sugar maple specific? <laughs> yeah, the biggest type of maple, remember? Oh. Well, yeah, I thought you said that was like big sugar. Is that just... Sh- it's w- called a sugar maple and it's the biggest. I mean, 
Well, you I, said you said big sugar. That's that's where the confusion comes. Oh from. yeah yeah yeah. No, I think it's the sugar maple. Um, Shantung maple. Uh, ta uh, box elder maple. Hedge maple. Mayabi maple. The sycamore maple. The Japanese maple. That one's very popular. And smaller on the smaller side, Japanese maple. Shrimpy and pathetic and okay, not good no. for industries. Cute Japanese cute kawaii maple. <laughs> I see. Um, Korean maple. The paper bark maple. The Rocky Mountain maple. And the big tooth maple. Fun. Paper maple? Pa- paper bark maple. Pa- yeah, paper bark maple. Good names, right? I'm not giving you any more specific facts. I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. Moving on to our next fall flavor, pears. Our, oh, our next and our last fall flavor, which is pears. In a globalized world where, you, where fruits are grown all around the world, you know. <laughs> pears uh, grow on trees and they harvest in late summer and early fall. The most common types of pears are Bartlett, Danju, and Bosque pears. Pears are not as popular as apples during the fall season. But pears are a delicious fall fruit. And honestly, if you Google pears, like if you're looking at pears, every article about pears is like, poor pears. They're not as popular as apples. Like you, it's like you can't read about a pear without talking about apples. Apples are like so the star of the show, which I think is hilarious because you were saying apples are so not even a fall flavor. Yeah. They, they don't even have to crutch on fall to be like a fruit that people know about. Okay. You got me there with that one, but still. The best time to get a pair uh, to get a pair at the grocery store is in November. Pears bruise quite easily. Uh so you need to be gentle when transporting the fruit. And if you ask me, that's why I never buy pears and I don't eat pears as much as I eat apples because they bruise. The three countries that grow the most pears are China, Italy, and the US of A. In the USA, pears are grown in Washington and Oregon. Uh, I, I mean, I guess Washington and Oregon are the... That's where you would grow apples, too. They're like fall sort of st- states. I don't know. Fall states? They well, just... they have states that where the... An area where the leaves change color. The leaves don't really change color where we live. It's just... We have too many. We have too many needle guys. Too many, <laughs> yeah. Too many needle. Yeah. Um. I have a joke about Paris in the episode. It's not very funny, but it did make me laugh. Wow, that's real, real, real glowing review. Page already. Yeah. Uh, what's worse than finding a worm in your pear? Finding a worm in my apple because I actually care about my apples. No. <laughs> well, yeah, that would be worse, but also. Finding half a worm. Finding half a worm. Would, would what, you say? I, okay, yeah, because you've already taken a bite. That means you've already eaten the worm. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I didn't even think about it like that, but that's pretty funny, too. No, I started laughing because I was like, that joke was so not funny. And then five seconds later, I was like, it's so stupid um, that it's funny. And I was like, honestly, you know what? It would be worse to find half a worm. But it's funny because it's kind of like they both suck. Like, it would suck to find a worm in your apple. I mean, your pear. (laughs) And then it would also suck even more to find half a worm because then its little worm guts would be in your pear. That was my thought. I 
you <laughs> you know for someone who thinks that i overcomplicate the trivia question so much you really overcomplicated your getting of that joke well you know what the thing is with jokes you're not supposed to explain them that's what makes them not funny so i've officially made a not funny joke here on the cozy rainbow podcast no I- no, no no you didn't make the joke not funny i made the joke not funny by not laughing no no no, no by giving the actual right explanation what oh that's true too okay whatever back <laughs> back to the trivia questions joe number one which tree does not produce fruit in the fall is it a apple b pear or c peach c peach good job number two what is allspice made of is it a a blend of cinnamon nutmeg cloves and ginger b an industry secret c pimenta dioca or d saigon cinnamon c pimenta pimenta dioca Right. That's like the plant's uh, scientific name, you know? Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the common names. Allspice. Yeah. The allspice plant. Okay. Number three. True or false? A traditional pumpkin spice contains pumpkin. Uh, false. It's false. Spice for pumpkin. <laughs> what? Whatever. <laughs> your, your, your terrible reduction makes me sad. With that being said, if you are looking for classroom resources or you would like to read a full transcript of this episode or you want some scaffolded notes of everything that we talked about in this episode, please visit our website, CozyRainbow.org or our Teachers Pay Teachers store and you can find that good stuff. We have free resources and there are some that are for sale as well. We also have merch. There's some cute hats at uh, our shop on CozyRainbow.org shop. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at CozyRainbowNV. And lastly, if you would like to send us a message about your favorite fall flavor or anything else, you can message us at CozyRainbowNV at gmail.com. If you're going to send us a message, please make sure you're over the age of 13 or you're having a guardian give their permission or contact us on your behalf. Uh, Anyway, okay, I think that's everything. So, all right, everybody. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening.